Officially, um, this episode is going to be about pictures, the fear of pictures. Ooh, I used to be afraid of one having my photo taken and two being tagged in photos. Oh, and honestly, I feel like that's why I became a photographer because it was a sort of like kind of control for me. Like I learned how to control the image, and you know that kind of. Ties into my body dysmorphia and eating disorder, but we'll get into that. Um, but I find this is something that, like, all of us struggle with. Like, every time we take a picture, it's like, oh, that's gross. And, like, I'm the main one who does it. I do it all the time. But I had to stop viewing myself in such a critical lens and just accept that, it, like, girl, it's a picture. So what? It's not the end of the world. But we get so tied to the idea that, like, this is how we're going to be perceived forever. But, like, honestly, have you looked at your Facebook photos from, like, 10 years ago? Okay, you're not the same person. Okay, that's what I thought. So why are we freaking out about these selfies, honey? Oh, listen, I'm, I'm the queen of taking a million selfies. It's real bad. It's real bad. But I've gotten better at it. But I feel like that was definitely, like, strongly rooted in my sense of, like, self-control. So, I asked you guys, what did you want to talk about or hear on this episode? Um, and the first comment that I got was from going from my biggest enemy to my biggest supporter. Um, which, literally on my vision board, it says my biggest enemy is me because it's true. I literally stood in my way for so many years. And it's like, oh, I could beat myself up now for like, like, Alex, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? Because you had this idea in your head that you weren't perfect or you weren't good enough. But it was a lie. It was all a lie. <laughs> I look back at pictures of me in high school and like middle school when I used to think I looked disgusting or I thought I looked huge and like I'm like girl what was wrong with you we are our own worst enemies like literally so when I get those moments where I'm like ragging on myself or tearing on my body or I'm having like a bad body day which I actually had one yesterday I literally have to tell myself like okay do whatever you need to do to get through this but tomorrow's a new day like, I'm going to wake up and be a hot bitch tomorrow. I'm going to have my little pity party today, but tomorrow's a new day, a new clean slate. That is honestly what has helped me the most um, as far as, like, not getting in my head and stopping myself from, like, opportunities or just going out there. Um but that also ties into what I was going to go into next, which is um, body dysmorphia and my eating disorder. <laughs> when I make that sound like exciting, it's not. 
I mean, that's an interesting story. Um, but to give you some information, if you don't know what binge eating disorder is, it basically is consuming large quantities of food quickly to the point where you're uncomfortable. Um, and it comes from like the place of like needing to fill a void or just needing to feel something. And so I literally struggled with that. I would say from about eight or nine years old up until 23. So a good chunk until like I actually was able to identify what I was doing and like realize that, oh, okay, this is like an actual disorder. This is why I've always felt this way about my body. This is why I always do this. So that's binge eating disorder. Now paired with that, I also have body dysmorphia. That is a mental illness according, this is according to Google, involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw and spending countless hours trying to fix it. So like, like what I thought was wrong with my body, like I needed parts to shrink, I needed to be smaller, I needed to be a certain weight, and like I literally spent my whole life like making that the goal to fix it. That like once I was skinny enough or thin enough, then I would be happy, then my life would be complete. But as we all know, that is not true. So I grew up with disordered like eating patterns, like I've learned it, it was passed down. But I didn't know that until therapy. But but yeah, it was definitely passed down. And like a lot of it, honestly, I feel like we experienced as a society, like stuff that was in magazines, America's Next Top Model, like diet culture. In ways, I'm glad we've come so far, but we still have so much further to go as far as like body acceptance and body positivity. But like, I just spent years of like, idolizing oh my god especially back in like tumblr like the thin spo days like just idolizing these what i thought were perfect bodies and like thin bodies because that's what i was taught was the ideal this is what is desired and that's what started this really toxic relationship with my body especially with social media it definitely came conditioned from like movies television stuff like that but social media really like drove it home and packed a punch. It was just constantly in your face, like especially if you chose to follow those pages. And it just painted a light of like, oh wow, look at these people changing their lives. They lost all this weight and their life so much better. But half the time it wasn't true. These people were literally making themselves miserable just to keep up this perceived image of what people think the ideal body is. And it's all nonsense. So once I finally got tired of feeling like shit about myself every single day and like every single picture I got, I was just like, okay, there's got to be more. There's got to be more to this because I can't just like hate my body for the rest of my life. Like I became like accustomed to the thought like, okay, I'm just always going to be bigger, like whatever. Like that's just going to be me and I'm just going to have to accept it. But like I never thought I was going to be able to like love my body unless I was a certain size because that's what I was taught that's what I was taught and that didn't change until I started seeing people with my body type with other body types just like what the ideal thin standard person looked like I, I started seeing people with bodies curvier than mine with less curves with more 
roles with like you know like all forms of bodies all good valid bodies expressed the way that they should be expressed it was like very refreshing it was so refreshing to just see other bodies like mine in all kinds of way like I it gave me permission as like a fat person to be like okay I can like exist I can finally be me and so I started following more girls that looked like me and stopped following all those thin spell accounts and oh, just like weight loss motivation diet this and that because it was literally driving me insane I spent my whole life like learning that my body was the problem and once that I fixed it I would be happy and once I started following more people who were like fed up like me and said fuck that I'm making my own standard I'm showing you what beauty is I'm showing you what real bodies are like that's what changed my world I did a boudoir shoot and it just completely liberated me. I, I saw myself in a way that I'd never seen my body. I had always been told I was like pretty and attractive and like I believed it to an extent, but like seeing myself and my body and especially a body that I spent so long hating or learning to hate or just trying to fix, it was a total game changer for me. I just felt so powerful and like so beautiful. And I finally apologized to my body for spending so many years hating it, trying to shrink it, trying to make it smaller. Because all it wanted to be was expressed in its fullest, most voluptuous, amazing form. It's just, it's crazy to me how warped my ideal of beauty was. It's just wild to like look back and like think, okay, that's how my brain used to work. But honestly, what gave me like the little ego boost and kind of led me to boudoir in the first place was taking nudes because <laughs> that's what I always felt the best. So I was like, okay, I know my angles. I know my good asset. That's how I started my relationship with my body. And boudoir just kind of took a more like elevated approach to it. Okay, I feel like I'm low key rambling at this point. But hopefully that gives you guys a gist of why I got started doing the photography that I do, especially how it helped me on my journey for self-love and body acceptance. It just, it's honestly vital to my healing and my process because I just started to see myself in a light that I never thought existed for girls like me. <laughs> and that's why I do it. So other people can see that, yeah, you can live a full-ass life being who you are and not changing for anyone. <sighs> I just love that. I love that for me. <laughs> but I, I, that's what I'm here for, is to show you that, like, if I can do it, you can do it too. Before I leave, must, must, must read the most important homework and will change the way you think about your body. Read the book, The Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. She's an amazing author, poet, artist, just human. That book, wow. It like, 
that is how you jumpstart into your self-love journey. Read that book and then tell me you don't feel empowered as fuck and like a bad bitch. And then start taking your pictures and then come to me for a session and then I got you. Ugh. I just, wow. Love that book. Love that woman. Okay. I'm going to go now for real, guys. But hopefully this made sense. I like this. This was like a good low-key like therapy for me so I'm here for it all right y'all thanks for listening to the body beautiful see you next week everybody's beautiful in their own special way carry yourself like a queen and you will attract a king beauty comes from within whatever the mind can conceive and believe you will achieve do you believe that you are body beautiful